Hey, dear listeners, just a gentle reminder that you can support the Indube Network by subscribing to the Indube Patreon at patreon.com slash Indube. But hold up, Sterling. I keep hearing about this website. What is Patreon? So glad you asked. Patreon is a membership platform where subscribers can pay, fund, or donate to creators for content. In other words, if you subscribe for a small monthly fee, you can get bonus podcasts, reviews, videos, and just awesome extra goodies from the Indube Network. So all that extra stuff we couldn't fit in this episode they're listening to right now will be on the Patreon? Exactly, and so much more. Oh, really? Well, where does my money go? Well, podcasts cost money. Microphones, conferencing software, and host websites aren't free. So every little bit that a patron chips in helps produce the content they already love and enjoy. And for your contributions, based on how much you give per month, will unlock more perks to be enjoyed that are created specifically for patrons. Okay, that sounds pretty good. So where do I go again? Patreon.com slash Indube. Browse around. Some posts are free. Most are a dollar. But you're free to do more and you will get more. And we at the Indube Network will certainly appreciate the help keeping the studio lights on. That's for sure. And thank you to the patrons that are already supporting and enjoying all that extra bonus content. Like that one video where you did that one thing you said you wouldn't, couldn't, and shouldn't do. Oh, I know. And I almost got killed to death trying to do it, but I did it and now it's done. That was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Good times. FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast, where morning drive time meets late night talk show as we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. We're <laughs> recording. Well, I was going to say, yeah, we're recording live from the south side of Wakanda in Little New Indubia on the corner of Tataka Drive and ML. I'm sorry, on t- the, the corner of Tataka. Tataka. Wow, where do I live? On the corner of Tataka. And MLK Drive, and we are outside in the wilderness. Okay, not the wilderness, but we're outside in case you hear birds chirping and car horns and lawnmowers and grass growing and all the good stuff. Well, maybe not me, but you, dear Courtney, are out there. I am. I am. It's a nice day. <laughs> Need it to be was, outside today. I, I, I get it. It is a a. Um, let's see, seasonal 67 degrees outside. If my, my coordinates are correct, I should be doing like a whole like weather report in my uh, weather voice, be- not weather voice, but radio voice, which I'm kind of using now. I don't really switch it up too much just to like, you know, do the, the weather thing, but it's nice to be outside. Yes. It's enjoy it because it, it's been, you know, a year it's only may but still it's been a year it's been a whole year this month Oof. Mm-hmm. yes indeed that's a another shirt i have not made yet but yes 
Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, with that said, how are you feeling? I am doing all right. I can't complain. How are you? I'm a few notches below spectacular, but I'm mm. here. We're here all together. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a good time. I've been busy is what it, what it has been because I don't have my normal like rundown of all the segments that we like to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I, what I really wanted to do was bring back uh, Florida or Florida don't which I haven't gotten any feedback from any listeners if they enjoyed it or not, but I, I didn't have any, I didn't have the time to, to scour the, the uh, headlines to, to pick out the ones that may or may not be Floridians being crazy. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that's, that's just a heads up now to let you know, that's not part of this episode, but if you're <laughs> looking for it, hopefully I'll have it next time, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. Um, we, we still have tons of show for you. It's just been, just been busy. Like, I, I just want to say like bat, crap, cray, bray, busy. So yeah, I'm, I'm making up a, a turn of phrase <laughs> there uh-huh. because it's a family show. And for whatever reason, whatever the last podcast I was listening to, they kept saying the other version of it. And that really made me think, what, what is it about bat crap? That is crazy. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, it took me a second to really understand and read between the lines there, but I get it now. (laughs) Right. Um, And I do want to give a shout out to our our mutual friend, Lori, who um, once gave me one of like, I think one of my favorite compliments I've, I've received. And, and And I'm not one that like, knows what to do with compliments sometimes but this is one that really stuck with me and i just embraced it but she was like you the way you have a turn of something i forget even how she phrased it but she said that she loves my turn of phrase mm-hmm. i don't i don't even know that what it was I, I don't know what i said to her at the time but she responded with that i'm like oh well thank you because i i you know try to say things that aren't outside the box or Wow, that, that was a cliche right there. But hmm. try to try to say different things than what most people would expect. So she she admired that, and I thank her for it so much and so so much so that I came across. Not I don't even say I came across. I was emailed uh, the let's see, fifteen cliches to avoid uh, with a ten foot pole. <laughs> Like avoiding things like with a ten foot foot pole. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and in <laughs> fact, that that strangely enough is not on this list. Really. And, and yeah, and it's funny. This was emailed to me today because I'm like, okay, let me check it out. I'll check it out later. I get these emails from uh, this website. I guess Word Genius, and that's sometimes where I do get these the word watch from. Mm-hmm. But this one uh, was not a word watch. It was like, hey, fifteen. You know, like I just said, cliches, and it goes into talking about why cliches are bad. And um, there's, I didn't read the entire article itself. I just skipped ahead, kind of like what you do with recipes, which you find on the internet, where people mm-hmm. give you their whole life story, like, mm-hmm. oh, my children hate like when I cook and fried food and blah blah blah. So it's like, just give me the recipe. So <laughs> I don't need your story. I just want to know how you made the thing, and right. or really, what temperature do I need to set it on, and how long? That's mm-hmm. all I need. Anyway, this is a this is the audio version of me setting up the <laughs> the recipe here. Yes, uh-huh. and in fact, that will be a future blog post. And I think I'm probably like the recipe might be how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. 
just because (laughs) I'm going to give you this whole long, long winded story. Anyway, the writing on the wall is number one of a cliche that, you know, let's, let's stop. A matter of fact, let me, let me back up because I do like the last uh, section in this article and I'm just going to read it. Words are powerful, but cliches are so overused that they lost authority. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, cliches are so ubiquitous that you may not even realize when they sneak into your writing. Uh, The best way to cut cliches out of your vocabulary is to proofread, proofread, and proofread again. Take a break and get away from your work before you take one last pass to remove cliches. Even better, ask someone to edit your work. An editor who isn't too emotionally close to your prose can eliminate your cliches. As you can tell, this article is kind of geared towards writers, but Mm -hmm. it's just just works in general for anyone who maybe if you're writing text messages or emails or just how you speak, I guess, uh, removing mm-hmm, cliches mm-hmm. will tighten up your writing and make your work more specific and descriptive, avoid flowery descriptions, and in, instead strive to make your writing more accessible, pull out a thesaurus to find good alternatives instead of now, these are where some of the cliches come in, but again, it's not on this list, but We'll just go with it. Instead of in this day and age, just say today. Avoid pros and cons and try a descriptor specific to your argument, maybe assets and liabilities or costs and benefits instead. Mm-hmm. The hardest the hardest part about cutting cliches is they are so widely known that they just fall off the tip of your tongue, cliche. If you spot mm-hmm. any of these phrases in your writing, pull out your red pen, another cliche. So then they begin the list. Writing on the wall, which I know I've heard a dozen times. It's even, um, I think, a Destiny's Child album. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then a Destiny's Child, and then so forth. Beyonce has gone on a whirlwind tour, which uh, I'm not really sure why or how whirl, whirlwind tour is a cliche. I mean, I've heard it all the time, but these are one of those things that I don't really know exactly what it means. So is that actually a cliche, though? I don't know. It's number two on this list. Oh. World, whirlwind like whirlwind tour. tour? Yep. Oh. And yes, I'm I'll having trouble saying it. Because I could maybe say that like a whirl, whirlwind romance is maybe cliche because that's more like universally accessible. Like not everybody's going to be on a tour. Mm-hmm. So right. that's interesting to me that the whirlwind tour, and that's interesting that they, it, that's a cliche. I don't think that's very cliche, but okay. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. The next one I've never heard of until this list, although I get the sentiment, but I've never used it and I never heard it, but patience of Job. I've heard that. You've heard that? I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I get it. Yeah. I mean, basically... Job from the Bible went through a series of tribulations and things, and he lost like his family and his fortune and his land and a bunch of stuff. But he was still, wasn't he? Uh, he was being tested, but it was still it was yeah. basically to to test his his loyalty uh, and faith in God. Mm-hmm. Um, and he passed and got it all back. Um. So, yeah, I've, I've heard that one before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you get a gold star for paying attention in Bible study. Good job. Good job. Mm-hmm. For those who, you know, have not uh, 
even picked up a Bible. I'm pretty sure they would have read this as patience of job. I don't know, but it's like, oh yes, have to have patience at my job. And the next cliche, which is definitely a cliche because I can, speaking of, well, we weren't speaking of jobs, but I hear this all the time at my job, never a dull moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, the one cliche that's not on here that should be is uh, another day in paradise. Yeah. Like, that I, one is, you, you hate that one. I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to I use another hear, cliche here. If I get, if I could get a nickel every time I heard that in a day, <laughs> I can hear the disdain in your voice it's about there. that. Another day in paradise. <laughs> I hope the disdain that you hear is dripping off of every word. It, you are. It's your voice is literally dripping with just disdain and hatred for that, for that, that uh, phrase. Moving on to the next one. Well, that, I mean, that's, that, that's not on the list, but I would add it to this list. The next one is Sands of Time, which I've heard. And for me, it always makes me think of like, well, I guess a desert. It makes me think of the movie Aladdin just because mm-hmm. of just, I don't know. It just, that's what evokes these words. It comes up to me. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Paying the Piper is another one. Okay. Which I feel I, I get it. That one seems just outdated. Back when the time pipers yeah. were, you know, out and about, Poor I guess thing. catching rats or children. I'm not sure. Somewhere or both, in there, depending yeah, on both. the story. Yep, perhaps <laughs> yes. Depending perhaps. on who you talk to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead and throw in the, a cliche here. The long arm of the law is one that they basically saying to retire which I've never understood other than the fact that I've, I've seen it like literally animated. I'll put it that way, where there's, there's like some long armed, you know, police officer person. And I want to tie that to paying the piper because as we all know, there's a certain uh, someone who build themselves as the pie piper of, I forget what exactly, but the long arm mm-hmm. of the law caught up with them and brought them to justice. So Back to my list here. Uh, <laughs> March of History. I've never heard of that one either until this list. Have you heard of that one? What 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 is it again? Say it again. March of History. I have heard it, but I wouldn't say that I've heard it enough for it to be a cliche. Mm. Like it it's a it's a phrase. Like it's a um. Could you use it like in a cliche um, sentence because I've never I, I can't even imagine like how it's used I guess I've heard it I heard it as as the kind of slightly different the, like as history marches on oh, okay thing, but I haven't heard it like march of history that's why that's what I'm saying like I've heard it and I guess I've I've really just heard variations of it mm, but I wouldn't okay. call it a cliche because I don't hear it often <laughs> too you know too often to to be say to, or to think it's overused you know mm-hmm. right i don't right. know okay well that one will I, maybe they just wanted a nice round number so that's why they included it i don't know i don't know <laughs> but that's possible as history marches on so shall we the next <laughs> one i've definitely heard before and i'm sure you have too hook line and sinker mm, yeah that is a cliche that needs to maybe die right right because i mean i yeah yeah that can go 
This one, uh, yeah, also a cliche in the nick of time. Um, okay. But okay. I mean, it, 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 I feel like it fits because then depending on even what you're using it for, it could even be a pun. Like you're, maybe you have a character named Nick. <laughs> so I don't know. Granted, don't know. then it would become a pun. That would be a pun, yeah. Yes. Well, I guess they can be both. A mm-hmm. pun and a, and a cliche. But I if it know. works, is it, is it, well, it's still cliche. It just, I don't know. I, I don't see it as a problem. I mean, but that's, that to me is the question at hand here. Are cliches bad or is it if they're overused or is a cliche an overused term? I mean, what is their definition of cliche? There, and it, I believe that's actually in here too. Um, trite, hackneyed, tired. There are plenty of words to describe an over and an overuse of cliches in your writing or speech. I mean, that's just the first line in this paragraph here. Sure, but is a cliche? Oh, I'm sorry, that's not the definition. Yeah, what uh, is a cliche then? Their definition is a cliche is a phrase that has been beaten to Ah. death. And then they said that's a cliche too. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that is that's a whole cliche. Because it's been so overused, any significant meaning it may have had had been lost. Ah, uh, gotcha. Instead of adding color and interest to your writing, you often wind up sounding corny. I see. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, if you were to say, like, he saved him just in the nick of time, there's a better uh, yeah. way to say yes. whatever that is. So. Okay, I'll give him that mm. this time. Hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. They win. One point, uh, article writer. <laughs> <laughs> they get a point. Uh, this one, I can, yeah, this, this is definitely a cliche because I even, I sat and even thought about it. Like, was there a time? Okay, uh, let me say it first. The cliche is leave no stone unturned. So mm-hmm. definitely. Okay. And I'm like, is there a time when people like were looking for things and literally looked under every rock? <laughs> uh, but I do get I do get the point because you you really need to search and dig you deep. look everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Thoroughly. I don't think there's a time where they actually search under rocks unless mm-hmm. rocks were used as furniture or some sort of something like that. But like it was more functional. Mm-hmm, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think that I agree with you. The term is you literally look everywhere. Do not be as thorough as possible. Even if you don't think you need to look there, you need to look there. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll change this up a little bit and continue with our, our our outdoor theme and like i'll say look behind every blade of grass <laughs> that indeed switches it up and mm-hmm. does not make it a cliche good job thank you i i think i should have gone through each one and tried to give an alternative <laughs> maybe that can be on and do after dark perhaps perhaps Perhaps, yes, because that, that is something. And even off mic, we've, we've discussed uh, ideas for Indube After Dark uh, on a different platform altogether where mm-hmm. only the true fans can find it. Moving exactly. on, this next cliche here, uh, I, I'll just go ahead and say this one is a bit ableist. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I can, once you hear it, you already know why. But fall on deaf ears, which I've heard dozens of times. And yeah, there I'm trying are, to there retire are, that one. Yeah, there are definitely other ways to say that whatever you're saying is not being heard. So, right, especially since deaf people can hear. 
Like mm-hmm. deafness has a is a spectrum, and mm-hmm. even deaf people can hear, and even if they are fully deaf, they can still receive messages. I don't know. Yeah, let's retire that one indefinitely. Indefinitely, yes. There is not a pun there. It's just it deaf wasn't, and, but it was not good, a pun. Right? But I hear it was good. I heard. Oh wow! I, I heard even, it. Wasn't it's, even trying to make a pun there. Not at all. Not at all. This next one here, it it always boggled my mind. But I'm just going to say it first. Cool as a cucumber. I didn't, I've never liked it, but I understand, sort of, because cucumbers have that. And I don't, I'm not a cucumber expert. So mm-hmm. let me just put that disclaimer out there. But <laughs> oh, good to you know, know. Good to know. Yeah, Courtney, you know, not the know. cucumber expert. I'm not the cucumber expert. But, you know, I think of when, like, you go to when you're treating, um, like baggy eyes or you're treating whatever the reason you would put like cucumber slices on your eyes, there's actual properties in the cucumber that, that do whatever they're supposed to do with your eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know if it's like treating baggy eyes or if it's, if it's somebody who knows what this, that treatment actually does is going to have to like write in and correct me. Cause clearly I don't know enough about this to be speaking on it, but maybe that's what, where the cliche comes from is, that and also cucumbers are used in like various drinks because they are pretty like they're they have a crisp taste and they're pretty light so maybe mm-hmm. coolness comes from that like the like temperature coolness is perhaps, kind of perhaps associated yes. with cucumbers i don't know that and that's one of the reasons i never really cared for it it also could just be a saying like I don't know. Like because things, of the alliteration, perhaps? Yeah, the alliteration or just, I don't know how we come up with terms. Or but maybe it has like nothing this, to do. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it has nothing to actually do with cucumbers and their properties that I know very little about. It could just be a clever saying that somebody came up with and it just stuck. Mm-hmm. Just like the whole, and it's going to make me like shiver, I suppose, a little bit because it, it just... Corniness is really what comes up when I'm about to say, <laughs> but um, chilling like a villain. It just yes, like, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's exactly your. That's a good. That's a good uh, um, other example. But yeah, maybe right. it just kind of happened, and somebody's like, "Oh, that's cool, like a mm-hmm. cucumber." Whoa! Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. then it never went away. That's got to be it. And then they had their version of "Oh snap!" And then you know they they just kind of kept mm-hmm. it that way. And mm-hmm. it just kept saying it. And then you find your old grandpappy saying it to you. I'm like, oh, I'm cool as a cool cumber. And just like, oh. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But I also think of cucumbers and without even thinking of the whole phrase, I kind of associate them with being a kind of cool, not not fun, not cool as in like, you know, hip or whatever but yeah refreshing as you kind of were saying before mm-hmm. and it's funny that we're talking about all of this now and now it's actually coming back to mind of i recently learned about a japanese folklore or a, um uh a mythical beast which the name i can't find right now it's a podcast i list i listened to literally about a week or two ago and how this little girl would bring cucumbers to this beast who 
found them to be very delicious. Like she, like this beast loved cucumbers, loved the taste mm-hmm. of it. It was so refreshing mm-hmm. and like the snap of it. And mm-hmm. she would feed the cucumbers to the beast and the beast would, I guess, provide protection to the little girl. And because one day, um, I think if you also go to this beast, oh, by the way, the beast lives in the, in the water and the, oh, it can't really come out. Phoenix or but, something. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's some kind of like, because I looked at the picture, like I, what normally happens is they'll say the beast name or the, it'll be the title of the episode. So I'll go Google what the image of the beast looks like. And it has like um, sacred water that like sits on top of its head. Like it has like a, like a uh, inverse dome, I suppose, mm-hmm. where there's water that collects inside of its head. And if you ever get that water, uh, you would, I think, have immortality and also the beast would die. So it, oh, wow. it tries very carefully not to spill the water, but people try to trick the beast to come out and spill the water and then they get the water and they get the treats and the lights. And I think the beast has to willingly give it to you. I could be mixing my mythologies here, <laughs> but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the point is the beast doesn't like to come out of the water because it endangers itself. So one mm. day the little girl uh, is being basically terrorized, I think, by some villain he was not chilling but a villain of some sorts (laughs) and by giving the beast the cucumbers uh the beast ended up killing the enemy of the little girl and that was kind of like a a trade if you will so that's kind of amazing so since then i believe in japan they would and i hope it's japan and not like another asian country but i'm pretty sure it's a japanese mythology story i was listening to that Mm -hmm. since then um japanese people would put cucumbers in the river and in a way to honor or or even pray for either protection sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just a blanket protection to this Mm -hmm. mythological beast and um i think sometimes i think that's also why uh there are cute there's cucumbers in certain sushi rolls Somehow okay. it's all connected. So huh. I'm completely misquoting everything. I'm so sorry. Please do not like <laughs> send me any kind of hate. Like, how dare you uh, mess up the, you know, fill in the blank of the name of the mythical, myth, mythological beast. So, because I really don't want to confuse it to what I heard today, which was about the Bagan, spelled B-A-G-A-N. But that has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, long-winded story about cucumbers. We'll go. We'll go to the next one, which is definitely I feel much more American, although it could be from anywhere in the world because everywhere in the world, I'm sure, spilled milk has happened, and someone must have cried over it. So, crying over spilled milk is the next cliche that should be mm. retired. I disagree. I like that one still. It is not overused. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it comes in handy when there are those rare occasions where sometimes milk is spilled or maybe you're crying. Maybe you're not crying over it or maybe you're, you're not crying because of the milk, but milk has spilled and you're crying. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. don't cry. It's only milk. Although it's funny we mentioned all this because I've, I had a feeling yesterday um, the kid had dropped something out of the refrigerator and i thought it was the milk and we had just bought the milk and i was like primed up and ready because i I had baked some some brookies 
last night. Mm-hmm. And after eating one or two, you're like, mm, I need some milk to wash all this down with. And then like he's in the refrigerator and he pulls something out and something falls. And I'm like, oh, it's not the milk, is it? Because <laughs> yes, I think I would have cried. So I I think well, we both are in agreement different. that we take that one off the off the list yeah it's a little different i mean that's that's a little different in terms of like in that case it just so happened that you just bought milk and so no you don't want to waste it you don't want to spill it um so that just further strengthens my argument that that cliche is not a cliche and should not be retired and because it still works it's still applicable everybody understands it they're wrong this article Mm -hmm. is wrong (laughs) (laughs) yes we we are going through with a red pen for sure Mm -hmm. nope keep this 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 is definitely take this off okay so this last one here is one that i was not only was i confused about but i was also misreading or mishearing it but it's champing at the bit is it not chomping at the bit that's what i thought but apparently it's champing at the bit as in almost like champion. Yeah. Or but it's C H A M P I N G champing at the bit. That's incorrect. It's supposed to be chomping at the bit. Who wrote this? Some Yankees? Um I'm gonna call them out, but uh, oh well, I guess they were smart and didn't put their name on this article. How <laughs> dare you? Mm. All we got is a photo credit for well, it looks like someone cutting up bananas. Oh, nope. That's an ad. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nope. It's a cucumber for the photo ad. Uh, not photo uh-huh. ad. For the photo credit. It's a cucumber that looks like it's in a frosty glass. Um, but no, no, no um, author here to, you know, wag a finger at, if you will, for champing oh, we're at the wagging bit. our fingers. We're wagging our fingers. We just don't know who we're directing this to. Right. I guess they'll just it's just gonna have to be to wordgenius.com because I mean, what does it really mean? The champing at the bit. Or chomping at the bit, since that's what we It's chomping. Are. Um, I think it has to do with when you steer horses, they have a bit in their mouth. It's you know, the little thing that goes in their mouth and that's how you control them. And that's how you, you know, stop them. And you, well, one of the ways you can stop them and and turn them, I think it's more so for, for steering. Again, I'm not an expert in this. So I I know just enough to have a conversation about it, but probably a wrong conversation. So check me. I need to make a list of the things you're not an expert on, (laughs) not an expert on cucumbers and not an expert at, well, could we just say horses in general? Can we just like we it. can just say horses, and I am not an equestrian. equestrian. Um, but I, Which is I know a great word, the, yes. I know it's such a great word. But I know that the bit goes in the mouth, and it's I, I believe it's for steering, not to because you can make a horse go and stop and stuff without the bit, but the bit helps it to helps to steer the um, the horse. And so, you know, when you're, you know, if you're chomping at the bit, that means I think you're trying to go like do things out of order or do things um, like if you're supposed to be uh, waiting for something and you're, you're just chomping at the bit, you're not, you're not um, waiting for that thing. You're uh, it's hard to explain. Like you're, you're 
literally chomping at that bit. You're not wanting to, to do the thing you're supposed to do right now. You're wanting to go against whatever you're supposed to be doing or whatever. Mm. So I feel like that that's a good reason to maybe <laughs> retire that one. Cause first we, Why? I, well, I mean, I guess it, it's one of those phrases that fits in um, like, like K side off side or whatever, but like it, you just kind of say it because it fits in. There's another term I'm looking for. Um, it's like very niche. Yeah, I suppose. Like it almost doesn't have a translation. Well, it does. I think I'm just not translating it well. <laughs> like, I think I am just not doing a very good job of explaining what it means, but it, it it's very, um, I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. And you're chomping also explaining with the, the, the chomping at the bit, which even if you probably put it into Google, was it correcting you? It's like, do you mean it standing? is freaking, con- it's, it's correcting me. Mm-hmm. <gasps> So waiting in an impatient way. So I was kind of close waiting in an impatient way to do something. um, Yeah. To do something because when you're. hmm. (laughs) Hmm. So then it just derails what you, I guess, initially thought. Well, no, uh, basically well, kind of it's, it's. In regards to horses, but you're not an expert in horses. So you're fine. You've already established. No, no, no. But I know that the bit, I know that that comes from, it's a reference to the bit that goes into their mouth. That, okay. And because it connects to the bridle and the reins so that the horse can be controlled and directed. So I was right on that. Okay. It's just explaining. <laughs> so the cliche is the difficult part. Mm. Um, um, but yeah, it's like you're, you're impatient or eager to do something. So then you can follow up with uh, hold your horses. <laughs> yes. Good one. Good job. That was I a love, good one. I loved your response there. <laughs> that was that's, great. That's a great segue. Thank you for that. I mean, <laughs> hey, I, it's, it was right there. I mean, once you kind of explained what it was and then, I mean, that, that is, I guess, a cliche, but it, it's, it's, it's weird. I think, I think that is a cliche, actually. Hold your horses. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. That implies that we have horses. More than one, if that. <laughs> or and at I, least know something about horses, right? Right, right. And we are, we at the Indu Podcast know nothing about, like, I've only, I've ridden a horse once, I think, as a child. And I think that was that was it. I'd do it again. That you know seems like something could be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, those are some cliches, some of which we agree with, some of which we're still questioning. Is that actually a cliche? Is it is it really tired and overused? Uh it's it's wearing my patience of Job thin. So <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> Other things that are trying my patience. Um, that's a terrible segue. I went to the store <laughs> before we, we, uh, we began potting today and I'm happy to announce that, um, Ben and Jerry's has finally come out with a sugar cookie dough chunks for snacking. They've, what? I know. So I am so excited for that. And that is a sound effect that I know that I forgot to add to my soundboard here. <laughs> and that is the, 
uh, air horns. Oh, wait, I have it on my phone. I can do it there. So I am excited and happy to announce that they are now here for enjoyment. I picked up two bags myself, one for me and one for my mother, because she is one that I'm, I'm on the quest for her. I'm looking out for her because mm-hmm. she loves sugar mm-hmm. cookie dough. And I know I've discussed it here on the pod before. Shout out to Violissa because I know she was here as I described uh, like ice cream and cookie dough. And then they have all these fudge fudge chunks or boulders as I describe them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's ice cream, like ice cream with sugar cookie. I'm just talking about cookie dough. Like you could just eat mm-hmm. as a snack. So shout out to Ben and Jerry's. Thank you for that. <laughs> so once I get the sound effect on, on the soundboard, we'll, we'll be good. But yes, yeah, shout out to them. They do have other new flavors there. And I am curious and want to check them out, but I have to wait until I can put it in the budget for ice cream, which I don't really have any in the house, which is alarming. Not good. That's very sad. I know. Very sad for you. I mean, we have some, but I already know that there's like freezer burn because I didn't really want to eat it. And I think it's just kind of sitting there and I think we should just dispose of it because mm-hmm. it's gross. Mm-hmm. What I'm waiting for, though, and I'm putting out there again, I know I've spoken on this before many times, but I don't know if it's Ben and Jerry that needs to do it. I wish they would do it, but someone needs to come together with a cereal brand and do a mashup, make some cereals in there, because, I mean, it's right there. Milk, cereal, uh, milk, ice cream, Throw the mix some cereal in there as a topping or... Cinnamon Toast Crunch is what I want in some vanilla ice cream. Maybe some cinnamon swirls. That's what I want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Somebody get on that. I'm just putting it out there again in the universe. Because if you don't say it, it's it's not going to come back to you. You know. That's right. You're right. Got to so, put it out there. Got to put it out there. But as we're speaking of cereal mashups, I came across an, an actual mashup in the store, which I purchased. They put together... Uh, Frosted Flakes and Fruit Loops packaged okay. together. Yeah. Okay. Huh. And like in the I'll, same bowl? In the same bowl, same box. Or bag or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Same <laughs> packaging. Yeah. This Interesting. Was, yeah, it, it was um, not bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I, the reason why I'm not like excited about it is because I'm like, meh. Like, I don't normally get either one of those cereals, but the fact that they package them together, I'm like, okay, you got me. Yeah. I'll give it a try. <laughs> Shout out to Ashley because she's the one who actually told me, why don't you get it? Why don't you try it? Because she knows how much I like cereal. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Because I mean, I wasn't going to, but she kind of like pushed me in that direction. I'm like, go get it. Go try it. I'm like, okay, fine. Um, she's <laughs> such an instigator. So, um, and I've got to report back and say like, it's it's a high it's a high meh so it's okay it made me almost want desire more frosted flakes than fruit loops so i'm like okay mm. I, I like the fruit loops and I'm, not, I'm sorry i like the frosted flakes but then there's fruit loops there so i'm like okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm like mm, i think i just want frosted flakes now so it's it's hard to recommend but if anything it makes me ask people out there mm-hmm. Indubians, my my dear Indubian listeners, and you, Courtney, as well. Mm-hmm. What would you like your cereal mashup to be? 
And granted, you could probably do this on your own. You just buy two separate cereal boxes and <laughs> mix it yourself. And just make some. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you were to go to the store and you happen to see the two cereals, like, oh, they've already done it for me. So what what would that mm. be? So I, off the top of my head, thought of Pops and Kicks. You mm. know, either of those cereals. I do, but they seem so similar already. Maybe that's why they immediately came to mind. Like the taste is different, but uh, that's what immediately comes to mind. I mean, they are kind of similar in color, but their their taste is different and like their consistency, like the texture of, of them is different. And mm-hmm. that could work for me. <laughs> like maybe it could work for those of us who are new to this whole mixing and mingling cereals game and be like, okay, this is what happens when you stretch your mind just a little bit and let other flavors and other things in. It's mm. different, it's new, but it's still palatable. Hmm. I see it. I see it. I had an answer, but I can't remember I don't what think it you is see, now. I don't think you see it, though. Like, I don't think you're feeling this. I think not too much, only because they, again, like I said, they, they felt similar, but they do have, like, different kinds of texture and taste. And yes, because they're different cereals. They are, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> I think it's been a long time since I've had kicks. Um, it's been a, a long time for me as well. I don't know why I even thought of kicks because I haven't, but, I literally haven't eaten it in millennia. And even the last time I had it, it was the kicks berries, which I think was the more, for me, not necessarily the popular cereal, but it, it was better because it wasn't as. And I'm sorry for any kicks purists out there, but it was more fun, more more flavor going on. So I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And I just there was something about just the uniform shape of all the berries, how they're all triangles, but with the little, <laughs> just you know, <laughs> God, berry shaped. Great, thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, I I'm hoping I'm not having one of those Mandela effect moments, but tricks they used to be like in shapes of fruit once upon a time yes you are correct and they did change that so um, aren't they like just circles now i think they're just like circles some kind of spheroid things which is boring (laughs) i don't know why they did is it is it because of money is that it is it money oh like did y'all lose your your fruit molds or something was it too hard to clean or something Are you depriving kids of their like precious like fruit shaped cereal snacks? What's happening? Why? Right. Why change it? It wasn't broke. Why are you trying to fix it? I know. I, this this is a hill that I think I would go find. Um, not necessarily to <laughs> die on, but I'll you know yell at some angry clouds for a little while and then you know move yeah. on. But like I'll, I'll I'll stick a flag there and say I was here. I may not necessarily die on this hill, but it's important to me that the future generations need to know that. Tricks used to be fruit shaped. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Calm down. Watch your yeah, blood I pressure. I, I know. I know. I've been doing so good too. <laughs> Getting the rest, cutting out the salt. Shout out to, to Dax um, seasonings out there. You can find them on Amazon or you can go on their website. This show is, this episode is brought to you by Dax seasoning spelled D A X. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. D A K apostrophe S. So yeah, go look them up. I got a 
pack of five or six, I believe, but I've been sprinkling that on everything. Like you got the red seasoning or the red stuff, you got the green seasoning, put it on everything, put it on chicken, put it on fish. They got the blackened seasoning. It's great. And the great thing about it, there's no salt. So you can control that for you. So that way, you know, you don't have too much salt. You can add whatever salt you need if it needs salt. And most times it does because, you know, seasonings need to taste good. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. seasonings are great. So I recommend it. Go check it out. It's worth it. Um, yeah, we will move on now to, of course, we can't have an Indube episode. I mean, we can, but I don't want to without some, you know, some black history. Black history. Oops. Sorry, I didn't uh, include it so you could hear it. Just a moment as I do just a little bit of um, uh, prep that I should have done before. And um, still working on it. Oh, that's the button I'm for. Great, thanks. Okay, here we go. Black history. Black history. Black history. Facts. All right. Now, this is more going to sound a bit like a PSA, but we'll first start out saying that uh, at the day that we're recording this is the anniversary of George Floyd leaving this uh, this earth so unjustly. But a lot of people are celebrating his life and just the fact that, you know, we remember him. So mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. we're going to start this segment here. Um, Juneteenth, Juneteenth is coming up and mm-hmm. I think I want to do something with Indube. I don't know what quite yet exactly, but we'll figure it out. But also the, what I was going to talk about does tie in and it is the Tulsa massacre hundredth anniversary Mm-hmm. Uh, this mm-hmm. this year as well, so I did want to take a quick peek at AJ Smither Smitherman, who oh, I didn't even get his bio ready. Uh, I will circle back, so we we will talk about him in the future. I'll put it that way, only because of time, and I I didn't really want to skim through. I wanted to give you know him justice, but he is a reporter, uh, a journalist rather, uh, back in 1921. Uh, he was a huge asset to, uh, I don't want to necessarily say bring justice to Tulsa, but he definitely made sure people were aware of it and mm-hmm. at least in Oklahoma. So, um, so yeah, we'll definitely come back to that. There are a number of like documentaries and specials that are happening at least between now and I would say probably even June. Uh, there's one in, on PBS that's coming out that I definitely want to see. I don't remember the name of it. I think it just might be called Tulsa. There's one that ABC News produced. I saw it on Hulu most recently, kind of just, mm-hmm. just opening the app and there it was. I'm like, ooh, I want to watch this. But I, it wasn't the time. Like Sometimes I feel like I need to be in the mindset to kind of just dive into history like that. Mm-hmm. because I, I'm pretty sure it'll either anger me or just like make me, I don't want to say sad, but yeah, you know, a little sad, just it's, it's upsetting to see what happens to our people or what had happened. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to be mentally prepared for that, but at the same time, I really want to learn as much as I can about it because a lot of schools didn't teach that. So it mm-hmm. wasn't until HBO's Watchmen or Lovecraft Country 
that that kind of knowledge kind of came to uh, became common knowledge. I'll put it that way of like history that Mm -hmm. hasn't been taught. So with all that said, I'm also, I also came across just today, someone had put a posting or rather an image of all of the um, similar events, similar massacres or or, Mm -hmm. or riots, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, that happened. Well, that's what history calls them. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, there's many more other than just Tulsa, other than 1921. And I mean, a few of them I saw or, or that I recognized and I kind of knew about, but there's dozens more that I had not known about and definitely want to dig deeper and learn more about. And rest assured, they'll probably show up here on this here podcast because I do like to enlighten, even though not all black history is, you know, happy and joyous. It's still history and makes us who we are today. So, yeah, agreed. So, yeah, that is not necessarily a history fact, but more of just reflecting on blackness and black culture, because that's what we're about here. Yes. Black is beautiful. 24, seven, 365, always forever. Amen. Amen. I think last year was 366. Last year was a leap year, right? Yes. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that 2020 was a whole decade. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yes, it it truly, truly was. Um, with all of that said, I also do need to jump in. This is not a PSA. It's more of an ad, but an ad for me. Uh, and I also a thank you to all those people who have been continuously like supporting or subscribing to the Indu Patreon. I personally want to thank you so much because uh, the money that has been being collected, I. I kind of forgot that it was even there. Like it just kind of like pooled up and then it came in such a, a desperate time. Cause I had a bill to pay and I'm like, Hmm, the money I need, I do not have. And then the good Lord reminded me, he's like, Hey, don't you got like a whole little subscription thing, thing going on? I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I went over and checked it. And like there, there was a, a nice little chunk of change. Just, kind of what I needed. So I'm like, wow, thank you people. Um, so I will do my best and I've been working on it. There are some videos coming up that I'm going to be posting on the Patreon. For the most part, I really just ask people just to subscribe for a dollar. I think I have at least one person that does $5, but I'm going to, most of the things I post will be available for a dollar. So even if I don't post anything I and I haven't for a while, I thank you so much for the people that have because all of that, Every little bit helps because even just hosting indube.com, like that website costs money. Mm-hmm. Just the podcast mm-hmm. itself, hosting that costs money. And um, Zoom, which we are on. Uh, this I want to say this podcast is brought to you by Zoom, but mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, sort of, kind of, yeah. That costs money too. Um, which, uh, yeah, I thank you so much for all those people that support and not even just financially but those who talk about the podcast to other people thank you so much for doing that uh it it really means a lot to me when people come up to me i still courtney nicole hinton (laughs) 
I mm-hmm. still have That's vivid memories. That is your name. <laughs> yes. I still have vivid memories of like Comic-Con and how someone came up to, to us and like, Hey, I listened to the podcast. Actually two people, at least two people had come up and said that they are fans of the podcast. And that's, yes. that, that warms the cockles of my heart. It so. does. It does. Me too. I love it. I love hearing that and knowing that. Mm-hmm. And that is what kind of keeps, at least keeps me going, keeps me wanting to make sure that at least every other Wednesday that there's something, you know, in your feed to hear because it, it, it does the body good. Like, like milk. I don't know why they got rid of that one. Maybe because maybe milk isn't as good for the body. Well, not, we won't get into that. I don't know the science, so we won't get into that right now, but I thank you so much for all those people that do subscribe and they do share. Like if ever I tweet it and sometimes I don't because I'm just, busy with life or I forget, but I thank you so much. And that's, that's basically why I'm taking this time out just to say thank you and to kind of keep doing that because all of that matters a lot to me and it, it helps a great deal. So thank you for supporting. And I just ask to continue to support because I am working on another venture, still doing the Indube, but it's currently already live, but you can go to tsterlingwatson.com. I now own that domain. And that is where I am setting up shop to do business for those out there who want to get into podcasting. And maybe they want an editor or they want a consultant or they're working on any audio medium and they just need someone to help them with that. Um, You can go there. It's technically live but like all it really is is just a waiting page right now i'm not exactly sure when that'll be live but it'll be very it'll be live very very soon um my dear friend courtney had challenged me to make sure I, or not make sure i get it done by june but yeah. kind of holding me accountable that i get it done by then so mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're almost uh, almost there i'm almost there mm-hmm. i have like maybe two more pages i need to kind of complete I'm waiting on a few other things from the outside realm i can't really control that so if I can't get it by June, then I'll just post it as is and I'll just add those those components later. So I'm not going to let that keep me from my deadline, but you can go there. Go check it out um, right now. Like I said, it's just a landing page. It's not really much to look at, but it does exist. And that is uh, where another another thing that I'm working on lives. So go check that out. You can reach out to me if you would like to do business then we can do business. It's it's a passion of mine, if you will. So yeah, that is what I am working with. And also why I've been so busy the last couple weeks, I would say, as well as just trying to get more content to put out there in the world, uh, videos like stuff that I've been doing at the radio station. Uh, we've got a whole new like setup. So I've been trying to document what's been happening over there. So that's something that's exclusive to Patreon. So make sure you check that out. It's not up there yet. Cause we're still, I mean, we haven't even gone live over there yet. So, uh, but still it's something to look out for. That's a video project that I'm putting together. So that's something I'm working on as well as actually extra podcasting stuff, like more recordings and more, um, more, more, moreness. That's a word, right? More, moreness. Or um, it is, but don't say, use it too much, or it's gonna be, a, or it's gonna become a cliche. Right, and we don't want that. We don't want right. that. But what you can use is bat crap Craybray because that is not a cliche. That is a new newness. So that's a new new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, you can file that right along with um, Sweet Biscuits of Justice, because that's another one, which I'm sure you must have heard <laughs> me say before. I have. Yes. I have heard you say that. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know I made a friend of mine jealous because they they wanted to come up with something as good and they came up with like great lollipops of something or another, but it wasn't as good and they admitted it. I knew it. I mean, we all knew it. So I'm like, keep keep workshopping it like I did. That didn't just come off the top of it. Well, maybe it did. I don't know. Either way, it exists. It's out there. But yeah, that's, that's it for this episode. Um, do you have any shout outs or do you have any recommendations? I'll, I'll start with that. Anything you want people to check out, watch, read? Yes. I have finally started watching the Netflix hit show. Uh, I guess I can say the show title without being censored, correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I, and, and yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to check. Um so yeah, the show is Shit's Creek and it's uh, amazing. And like I was telling you, Sterling, not too long ago, it was kind of a slower burn for me. Like the first couple episodes, I was like, I don't know about this. I'm not seeing the hype. I don't, I don't know. But you know, the more you watch, like the the more, just like any good series, they get better as they keep going and they like develop the story a bit more. So. You know, it it really grew on me. I'm on season four now. I don't know when I started. It wasn't that long ago, but um, mm-hmm. I'm on season four out of six. So I am sl- I am not even slowly, but quickly getting to the end of the series. Um, but I'm really liking it. And I suggest it if you're into kind of dry humor. And I mean, I'm into that. I like I'm I like The Office. So just that dry humor, dry kind of offbeat, quirky type of humor uh is definitely um the staple of that show so yeah i like it i love the show as well i might also be either in season four or five it and i hate to say it, it's become one of those shows that i kind of occasionally will put on like if i'm going to bed and mm-hmm. i hate doing that because i don't want to miss anything so mm-hmm. I'll try to guess where I, I left off and go back. It's a very rewatchable show too. So even I'm I'm sure once I finish, I'm gonna go back and watch it again. And it's it's almost similar in a way in in concept to Arrested Development, where mm-hmm. I would say both are mm-hmm. very tightly written shows, very funny, lots of jokes, um, like you said, dry humor, and it's mm-hmm. it's great. I love it. I also would recommend it. Uh, I haven't been watching too much only because, and this is, um, this is a very short story. Um, and I'll probably, cause occasionally Ashley does listen and I'm, and I'm, I'm not throwing her under the bus, but I am putting the blame on her. So this is where she'll, she'll probably come back and bite me. Like she literally sometimes does. Um, it just because she's weird, but I like weird. Weird is good. Anyway, I have not been watching too much else other than the handmaid's tale. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying this is a recommendation because it's a very difficult show for like some people to get through. And I get that uh, trigger warning throughout because it's, it's yeah. a very heavy show, but it also is really, you know, good. Like it's, it's well like acted. Do you, the story at times, yeah, maybe predictable. And I will mm-hmm. say the reason why, because Ashley and I talked about it today, the reason why Ashley watches it, she feels empowered when the women win. 
and there are times yeah. of triumph. And, and I told her, I was like, you are treating this like it's some kind of like sports event. Like the way that you were cheering when maybe she stabbed, like someone stabs someone and it starts kicking their body or something, or they died. And like, you're <laughs> like ah, yes, yes. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. But I get it because it's, it's a lot of tension, a lot of like just anger and angst. And then once uh, a sliver of justice tends to like come up then that's 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 what drives her that's what she enjoys um but and, and and you know it's nothing against people who do like watching dark or macabre or or things that seem really upsetting because hey it, it's a show it's 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 an audience and she's like well at least it's not real so if it was real it would be different so i get right it. and and yeah, so far it's been a very interesting show. So, and we are in now season three. Uh, I did fall asleep on an episode, so she promptly caught me up today on what I fell asleep on. So, we can continue because that's all we've been watching. And I was like, "Can I? Can I watch a little bit of this first? I'm like, "Okay, fine." Mm-hmm. But, but back to *Handmaid's Tale* because she is obsessed. She wants to finish. Yeah. So, I get it. That's what we've been watching. And uh, I think we'll probably be done by the next episode. So I'll have something else to recommend by then. I'm sure. So, oh, where can we find you? I'm sorry. Oh, you can find me on the Twitters at IMK Hinton. Hit me up. All right. And you can follow me on all things at Indube and go to Indube.com. So quick note that I forgot to include is that I also have a new Twitch account. So go to twitch.tv slash Indube. I don't have any followers or nor am I following anyone, I don't think. I just set it up like a week ago. But I do intend to do some live streaming or broadcasting on Saturday nights when I'm at the station. So follow and check it out and see what I do. I don't know yet because it's still new. So if you're on it, follow me and, I don't know, give me some helpful hints. That will be great. Thanks. Tell someone you value that you value them. Live without regrets and live for the folks you love. Please wash your legs, your face, the bottoms of your feet, the undersides of your dishes. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. And hey, even though you're vaccinated, maybe still wear your mask a little bit. Um, fun yeah, fact. Just a little bit. That's just okay. Just a little bit. Uh, I forget the numbers, but like I think uh, the last year, this past year, there's only been 2,300 uh, cases of the flu. Mm-hmm. That's just cases. Imagine that. Yes. Uh, and for comparison, the previous year, I think it was like millions of cases and then maybe like some thousands of deaths. But this mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. or this past year, just 2,300 cases of flu. No so case. no deaths reported? No deaths, no deaths reported as far as Imagine we know. how that happens and how mm. that works. Uh, wear your mask Uh, I've been your benevolent host D. Sterling Watson and remember if the world didn't suck we'd all fall off no (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening to the Indu podcast which was recorded from the south side of Wakanda in little new Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive and is part of the Indu network Want more Indube? Follow on Instagram and Twitter at Indube and on Facebook at Pod. You can contact us and send Ask Indube questions by emailing indubepod at gmail.com. Want to support or donate? Find the T Public Store or become a patron on Patreon. 
where subscribing gives you perks and extra things from the Indube Network. Please subscribe, rate, comment, and share the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are found. And of course, visit Indube.com for all of this and much more. Thank you so much for letting us entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Until next time. Use your words, Chief. Good boy. This has been another 3SFX production. Hey there, friend. Enjoying this podcast production? I bet you're sweet, buttery face you are. I bet you're also thinking, how can I support this show and look awesome doing it? Aside from telling your best pal and all their kin, you can head over to Indube.com and two clicks later after hitting the store tab, you'll find yourself with several fun and fancy swag brought to you by the fine folks at the Indube Network and Tee Public. If you're a fan of Indube, Food Fight, or anything under the Indubian sun, you can find it plastered on mugs, hoodies, pillows, cases, bags, and of course, t-shirts. Hurry on over now and you may catch a sale with all tees 30% off. Seriously, they have sales like every other week. So head on over to Indube.com or tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot C-O-M and type Indube in the search bar and continue to pod with the best.